ladies and gentlemen, thank you for listening. Thank you for downloading. And thank you for subscribing to the latest edition of the 12 Kyle podcast. I am your boy, 12 Kyle. Check this out. <laughs> On this episode, we are going back. Uh, if you've been following the podcast, uh, you know we have been doing what we call the Versus series. Um, not Versus like you remember from the um, uh, from the pandemic, but the Versus series where we take an artist and we take an, two of their albums and we compare them, they're both albums. and But in comparing both albums, what we also do is we give you the criteria and then we come up with a total score to see which album we deem is better. And so if you've been following along, we've done a couple of these. Uh, the first one that we kicked off was uh, Mary J. Blige, My Life versus uh, What's the 411. And if you remember that episode, if you didn't hear that episode, go back and listen to it. But if you heard that episode, you knew that I was joined by a special guest and she is back in the building. My girl, Britt, is back. Britt, what's good? Not much. I'm excited about this one. I'm geeked about this one. Yes. Yes, indeed. Both of us are two big fans of the artist that we're going to talk about. And the artist is known as Prince Rogers Nelson. Um, and we're going to do a versus between his two albums, Purple Rain and Sign of the Times. Um, and if you're watching on YouTube, you can see Britt has on her Prince shirt. Uh, she has... <laughs> She has she has the print. You want to show him the Prince albums too? Oh yeah, you know you need the the original, the authentic track list in front of yes. you. Yes, she's got the visuals. She's got the visuals. <laughs> so, um, before we even get started, Britt, uh, let's talk about both of these albums real quickly. What what do these albums mean to you? You know, just on a personal note. <laughs> everything um i mean those who follow me already on social media know every day just about i'm mentioning prince somehow you'll either see a screenshot uh from a prince album or something and it's usually a sign of the times usually mm -hmm. but, um you know i one thing about prince his stuff is very poetic but it sticks with you and it really hits you in different spots that other artists don't like Michael Jackson. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> shout out BTG. Uh, he'll be saying something shout about out, that. Shout out. <laughs> but of course, um, of course. But I mean, there's just like when we <laughs> talked about Mary J. Blige ones, you know, you take a piece of something, something hits you at a certain time of your life. And these two albums, I remember being a kid listening to these and like certain songs. I remember being in the car with my mom and she was playing them. And, you know, so there there's some nostalgia with with these albums on both of them. Yeah, I, I'd agree a thousand percent. I think um, these albums are time capsules for me in my lifetime. Um, <clears throat> I'm looking here and. You know, Purple Rain was released June 25th, 1984, uh, Sign of the Times, March 30th, 1987. Yep. And so, you know, I was so young then. I was like, what, uh, 12 and 15 when these came out uh, or turning 12 and turning 15. Um, but um, <clears throat> it, it, I think 
both albums are like their songs that are time pieces to my life. And um, as we talk a little bit more in the podcast, you'll you'll kind of get a gist of what I'm talking about. But uh, huge, huge, huge fan of Prince. Um, he's better than Michael Jackson, but I mean that's another story for another day. Right. But um, we'll do a yeah, show. I, <clears throat> <laughs> oh yeah that that's that's definitely gonna have to be a show where we have to bring uh baylor on uh shout out to btg uh check out his podcast btg for president um but yeah it, it's it's i love prince and um you know it's still still you know hurts that he's not here but um the music lives forever so um let's get to it Britt. i mean like again we're fans so we're gonna fan out a little bit Ooh. uh <laughs> <laughs> As I mentioned at the top, you know, it's easy to say, okay, well, hey, let's go song for song or, you know, bar for bar, whatever the case may be. This versus that we do here on the 12 Kyle podcast is totally different because we're, we're going to talk about two albums that some deem classic, quote, quote unquote classic. And, but the thing is, is that when we're debating an album or what have you, we want to give it context. And to give it context, you've got to have a criteria. So we give it, we gave it a criteria. And the criteria falls in the line of these uh, items. One, coherence. Two, um, impact. Three, repl- replayability. Being able to you know, replay the, the album and how much you get from it when it's being replayed. Uh, four, lyrics. And finally, production. Um, so it's going to be interesting as we go back and forth. Uh, I'm going to be interested because I don't know how you're going to score these albums. Um, I got an idea, but Five. we'll see. Five. What'd you, what'd you say? Fives all the way. <laughs> so, uh, it was, was hard going back and listening. It was hard and like breaking down criteria to not give both of them fives and everything. Right. But, right. That's just cause I'm such a huge fan and I dig deeper into his stuff than probably what a regular person would. Mm-hmm. And and the same here. I mean, like it the the music just hits you different, mm-hmm. you know. Um, it was. I mean, it, and, and what's interesting is like same for like when we did Mary J., Mary J. Blige's My Life and and what's the four one one. I didn't even really have to go back to those albums because those albums are still albums that I still listen to. Right. And the same for Prince. You know, I don't. They never kind of fall out of rotation. That you know, something I always listen to at least, you know, once or twice a month. So it's not like you're that far away. It's not like I'm listening to something that I hadn't heard like in 20 years or something like that. So it's, um, this is going to be interesting to say the least. <laughs> um, as I mentioned earlier, you know, the word classic gets thrown around a lot. Uh, it's thrown around a lot on social media between fans um, and that's usually a term that they use to try to get the consensus to agree on something. Uh, whether or not something's a classic really isn't about whether or not it's good or bad, but it's more has to do with someone's personal favorites. Um, but here, we're going to talk about it, like I said, based on criteria. So <clears throat> the first criteria we're going to break down is coherence. If you're grading on a scale of one to five, with five being the highest, We'll start with Purple Rain, Britt. What are you giving Purple Rain? Okay, so when we talk about coherence, we're talking about a theme. Like, um, 
emotions, like what it all, what does it paint for you, right? And having the criteria, it's interesting. Having this criteria, I looked at them both. I've listened to these for years. I listened to them weekly. I started realizing some other stuff. And Purple Rain, I'm going to give it a four. Okay. Because it does have a theme, but I think it was, it's so, I knew this one was going to be hard. <laughs> Purple Rain, it's hard to separate it from the movie. <laughs> right? You know all the songs, but you also tie it into the movie because it's the soundtrack for the movie. One thousand percent. I'm trying to keep the movie separate because that painted the picture even more. But if you go back and you just listen to the songs, they're about acceptance. <clears throat> mm-hmm. Darling Nikki, I would die for you. Um, even Baby, I'm a star. They're all talking about like, how do you perceive me? I want you to just love me. Type all of the songs. I didn't even mm-hmm. realize that until <clears throat> to it and reading the criteria and. But I'm going to give it a four because I don't feel that separate from the movie. I don't feel it was a five as far as like having a whole entire theme. That one you do have to dig for. It's not so obvious, but I, I'd still give it a four. Okay. Okay. Well, I'm going to give it a four and a half. <laughs> um, I think it's very coherent. I think, uh, yeah, yeah, I got, I got to throw the half in there. Um, I think the thing that keeps it kind of together is what you just mentioned. Um, I really, in listening to it, I still kind of go back and forth between the songs in the movie because, like, when you hear certain songs, you know where they are in the movie because you know we've seen the movie at least a hundred times. You know what I'm saying? So, um, but uh, yeah, I, th- I think it's a, I think it's beautifully put together. Um, and again, that's that's just me as a fan kind of fanning out a little bit. Um, but I, I love the way that, that it's crafted. I think it's perfectly sequenced and, you know, it's not a long album. It's only 43 minutes where uh sign of the times, which we'll talk about is, you know, much, much longer, particularly if you, if you have the, um, the extended versions. Um, but, uh, but yeah, I love it. I love it, man. Uh, so I, I got to give it a four and a half. Uh, so now, conversely, sign of the times. What, what do you have for coherence for that? Let me go back to your little purple rain thing, though. You started talking okay. about you. You mentioned a little bit production, the sequence of it all. You can't go there yet. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, <laughs> that's true. That's true. You're right. You're right. I'm a little. I'm a little ahead of myself. <laughs> a little bit ahead of it. So we're calling here. It's right going back to it's a theme and emotion. Mm-hmm. I'm actually giving it a four as well. And maybe a regular person wouldn't, but I listen to this album all the time. And it's really about life and love because he's got more songs that are more serious and about life than it is all about, you know, mm-hmm. what Purple Rain is. Yeah. Um, and I'm going to try not to dig into the other categories because right. it's hard. But um, yeah. This one's more life and love, but it the way it flows, um, what he talks about, I feel it does all tie in together. <sighs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. 
Um, I think this is a four as well. Um, I think the theme of love, and I kind of remember, I think, I mean, I know it was a long time ago, but I think I remember what he was going through kind of like on a personal level. Yep. But, um, I think it's, I think it's very coherent. I think the theme that, uh, Prince is push, pushing forward is one that, um, you know, we as fans really, really loved and really, really bonded over. Um, and I, I this is just, it's a cold ass album. I mean, I, I just can't, <laughs> I, there's not much more I can say beyond that. It is a, it really is from, from start to finish. Um, but even in going back and listening to it, like there's certain songs that just kind of grab you. And, um, <clears throat> personally, I appreciate that particularly as, you know, as, as the album has gotten older over the years. Right. Um, so yeah, let me write this down for, <laughs> all right. So now we move to impact purple rain, what you got? I gave it a five and I think that's obvious. Um, if you look at it a standpoint from somebody who's not a crazed fan like we are, Purple Rain was more impactful in the era, music, everything. That's kind of, I mean, Prince was popular before, but I think that's what really put him on the map with different uh, demographics and everything was that with the, once again, including the movie in it, which I really don't want to do, but that's what put it on the map the way it did um people wearing the purple coats <laughs> and everything else that's when people started you know wanting to look and dress like prince not when he was in a trench coat and a speedo but more so when you know the purple jacket <laughs> but the purple jacket when you when you see people dress up for halloween and it's prince what is it's purple rain prince it's never a different type um but yeah that and then the, oh, was there a song i mean there's been plenty of people who do lots of covers to all his music but yeah. popular one i've heard quite a bit was darling nikki mm -hmm. yeah <clears throat> yeah five. yeah I, I gotta agree it's five um i the thing i say about his impact if you were alive and outside in 1984 when this came out, you know why. I mean, like, this dude was incredible. Mm -hmm. This album was incredible. The movie was incredible. I mean, like, he was, you couldn't, you couldn't touch him, you know, for, for what it's worth. And we've, you know, we've always talked and debated and laughed and argued about, you know, Purple Rain and Thriller, whatever like that. But my, I mean, there was no, there was no Thriller movie, right? <laughs> Um, they try a minute music video. Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, Mike had those, you know, many, many movie videos and stuff. And, and again, I, I don't want to dive too deep into Mike versus Prince. Right. That's another podcast that's definitely going to come. Um, <laughs> one that Baylor will lose. But, um, again, uh, again, <laughs> but, um, but yeah, this, his impact, um, on not just, adults but like i said i was a kid i was you know a young young kid coming up mm -hmm. and i just loved this album i mean like it just it hit me and it stuck with me and i remember 
and I tell people all the time, like the first album that because in my house we had albums. My mom had her albums, my dad had his albums, and the first album that I actually got was Purple Rain. And and I never I'll I'll never forget it. Like it it always it always stands with me. I bought the first well, the first album I got was the um the 45. I got the When Doves Cry 45. And on the flip side of the When Doves Cry was 17 Days, and 17 Days is my favorite print song. We've talked about this before. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. Yeah. So, so yeah, I, Impact, I mean, it's a five. I mean, so I'm not surprised that you gave it a five. So now let's go to Sign O oh, the Times. What you got? I hate this. I, I have to, as far as Impact, I I got to rate it lower because if I'm going to be realistic, I don't know too many people who like actually know about sign of the times anyway, you know, everybody knows the mainstream stuff from Prince and he had singles, but it's just, nothing's really like boom out there for, everybody in general i'm gonna give it a three and a half <laughs> if i'm talking about that impact for me would have been <laughs> going to say overall yeah i like how you threw the half in there <laughs> i can't give it a three <laughs> i don't even want to give it a three and a half but if i'm going to be realistic i'm feeling i, I feel you um i gotta give it a three brit i think it's um it, it it was definitely something for us fans. Yes. It was definitely something for us fans. I think um you know, I think it was one <clears throat> one of those joints that when it came out, it resonated with us and it still resonates to this day. I just don't know that um <clears throat> when you're when you're comparing apples to apples, I don't think that it's gonna stack up against Purple Rain. But I mean you could say that about any artist going against their, you know, preding, a preceding album. Um so I, I'm gonna give it a three, but um like you said, Brett, the singles. Woo, listen. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. Real quick, you know, on I think it's on Peacock and maybe Prime. You can watch the, you know, how he like recorded the whole album, like on state. I think it was what Sunset Sound or something like that. Mm-hmm. He recorded it. You can watch it on there. It's like a whole concert show. Really? Yeah. <clears throat> I've seen okay, it. I need to peep that. <laughs> yeah. I definitely need to peep that for real. Um, now we move to the next category replayability does, you know, when you play it, are you playing it constantly? Is it something that's in your rotation? Uh, how, how would you rate purple rain as far as replay replayability? That's a five, <laughs> but for, <laughs> see replayability that can be more personal. Me, I play it all the time. It's on many different playlists <laughs> that mm-hmm. I play. Right. Yeah. I mean, I think almost all the songs on that album were singles. Just about, yeah, yeah. Like, I know Computer Blue didn't. Baby, I'm a Star didn't. But you die <clears throat> for you, Purple Rain, When Doves Cry. Uh, take me with you, darling Nikki. Like all of them, let's go crazy. How did I forget that one? Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. Most of it 
was, you know, singles. Mm-hmm. So I think I think I heard every song. I think I heard every song on the radio. Probably. At some point. I heard every song on the radio. Yeah. Um yeah, replayability for me now. I mean, that's that it's like a, a, a five and a half. <laughs> right. I mean, it, it's, it's out of here. This is, um, and I mentioned earlier, it's 43 minutes, but it don't feel like it because it's you play it and it comes on and it goes and it goes and it goes and it's off. And it's like, damn. Yeah, and then the cool part about it was, especially when I was younger, when I had the tape, you just flip the tape over. Yep. That was it. You know what I'm saying? You just flip the tape right over because you wanted to hear it again. So, um <clears throat> definitely a five for me um now conversely sign of the times replayability it's a five for me really okay why it is um and i know a lot of people probably wouldn't think that because he has some slow and then fast and slow and then fast i'll get into that in our other category but um some of my favorite mm-hmm. songs are on this one and i am a b-sides i like to be a b-sides fan with a lot of my favorite people especially prince and i like now don't get me wrong i love purple rain but i Mm -hmm. appreciate his other stuff way more actually than the stuff that everybody else knows um right i just think because i also relate to a lot of the songs i don't it just hits me different on sign of the times than it does like purple rain it's one of those mainstream party like oh yeah you know i can dance and whatever to this but this one like i just feel it more so it makes me want to play more i guess that makes total sense i um i will say this sign of the times probably up until a few years ago probably i probably would have given it a three as far as replay replayability now it's a four. Um, but I, I love listening to it. And I love the fact that when the more and more I listen to it, I still pick up on different things mm-hmm. with each listen. And I think that's the sign of a of a good album, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I, I love it. I I love and I and I'm in I'm in the in the place where kind of like like I mentioned on the, the Mary J joint, where when I listen to one, I listen to the other. So, you know, as they kind of go hand in hand. Um, but yeah, I, I love this album. Love, love, love this album. Love playing it. Um, so now we move to lyrics. <laughs> All right, Britt, what you got? Purple Rain. I'm giving Purple Rain a four. Because if I'm com- if I'm comparing. Um, and I'll end up giving my answer for the next one. But if I'm comparing, I feel that the lyrics are, they are artistic, but it's a different level when you're comparing it to Sign of the Times. Um, that's one thing Prince has always been able to paint. What does he say in, in the song? Paint a perfect picture. <laughs> he, paint a perfect picture. <laughs> He's able to take a picture with his words, but he doesn't directly tell you. Um, or he's just got all these. It's so hard because he was complex. He was a genius. Right. <laughs> um, but I just feel that Purple Rain 
trying to keep from the movie. If I didn't have the movie, I'm still painting stuff, just not as much as I would if I didn't have the visuals. Like, it just, I feel Purple Rain is more the, the party. Like, <laughs> it's not so in okay. depth. That's what I'm looking for. The, the lyrics aren't as in depth on Purple Rain. Purple Rain, the actual song, might be the only one that was as far as lyrics. Mm -hmm. Hmm. Okay, Brett, I hear you, I hear you. Um, of course, I got to disagree. <laughs> um, I got to go with a five. Um, I think, uh, I mean, when he said, I knew a girl named Nikki. I guess you could say she was a sex fiend. Met her in the hotel lobby, masturbating with a magazine. And, and Brent, I'm singing a song, and I don't know what that means. And I'm singing it out loud in front of my mom and dad. <laughs> and they're like looking at each other. And but they don't they they know that I don't know what he's talking about. Mm -hmm. I mean, when you put a lyric like that in a song, man, come on, man. You got you gotta be you right. It's nothing even talk. Listen, right. nothing else to talk about, man. Right, maybe I should give a purple so, rain. Because now that I think about Darling Nikki, yeah. <laughs> so you gonna, you gonna change yours from a four to a five? You gonna keep it at a four? I'm gonna do a four and a half. On okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah. And that but so I yeah, might get I, I, with these two, so <laughs> I find. But um, right. Yeah, he said some things in Darling Nikki. Yes, he did. That he did. So, what about Sign of the Times? I'm giving it a five. Okay. Okay. <laughs> uh, I mean, because if you listen to the lyrics, when because like I said before, he's talking about life and love in this. Mm -hmm. And he gets serious with some of the lyrics. And they're just... They're very relatable, especially if you have times where you're struggling or whatever, like the cross. Mm, mm -hmm. but, you know, that's an inspirational song, if you ask me. Um, but just listening to the lyrics of Sign of the Times, he's talking about uh, somebody being basically strung out on crack and all this mm -hmm. other stuff, life stuff. But he's putting it in a song that flows and you're not sitting there getting all depressed like you're it's something you can jam to it's weird <laughs> but then you go to my favorite song on the album which i think is the uh -oh. best love in the world adore uh -oh. hey now man it, the lyrics on that one he says if god one day struck me blind your beauty i'd still see Love is true. It's too weak. Fine, just what you mean to me. Like, that's a love, love yeah. song. He talks about right. your eyes so you can wander. Like, come on. I think yeah, that the lyrics on that is more relatable than on Purple Rain. And I'm one of those. I like to relate to the lyrics. Okay. Um, that one more. Yeah, when he said I was rapping till the sun came up, Ooh. he had he had me hooked. Yeah, See, you know 
this generation don't know nothing about rapping to the sun coming up being on the phone all night <laughs> um i gotta give it a four um mainly for most of what you just said i mean like you know like i said earlier he he was going through some personal things um but his his ability to capture you like you said if god one day struck me blind your beauty i'd still see that means though like no matter what happens i'm, I'm still gonna see the beauty in you <laughs> right you know i mean so this dude was out of here man I, I loved um and i remember um this was maybe a, i had had the album for a couple of months and i always remember this <laughs> i was listening to the ballad of dorothy parker Mm-hmm. And he said, I want to order a fruit cocktail. I'm like, man, who goes to a restaurant <laughs> and orders a fruit cocktail? Prince. But then when you when you think exactly that Brit, that's that's my exact point. When you think about it, only Prince would go to a restaurant and be, you know, approached by a beautiful waitress and he say, Hey man, nah, I'm good. I just give me a fruit cocktail. I mean, nobody can nobody. <laughs> No, and, then, and fruit cocktails were very popular in the 80s, but you ain't going to no, get one from no restaurant. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, like that right there is just the it's it's the beauty and the com- comedic side of Prince, I think. And I think, oh. you know, Prince is real. See, Prince pay attention. He's got jokes going right. like every Exactly. My favorite go off topic, the Batman soundtrack. Um, there you go. Which, you know which one I'm talking about? Which song I'm talking it was, about? It was a couple of them. It was a couple yeah. of them. One, he says um, something about who asked her lover, why is your organ so small? He replied, I didn't know I was playing in the cathedral. Vicky. Vicky, what <laughs> Yes. <laughs> but when I got older and knew what he was talking about, mm-hmm. I was like, oh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. Right. But well, see, that's got- Yeah. Yeah. Um, going back to the lyrics because I'm looking at the track list again. Um, the stuff that's so relatable too, like strange relationship. Mm-hmm. Uh, honey, I can't stand to see you happy. More than that, I hate to see you sad. Mm-hmm. Like talking about, you know, I know we shouldn't be together because we drive each other crazy. Crazy. Yeah, I don't want to see you happy with nobody else, but I hate seeing you sad too. Like mm-hmm. that's your life. Very much so. Very relatable content. (laughs) That's why the lyrics on this one just... Yeah. Okay, okay. So we move to the final category of production. Um, Yes, indeed. I mean, like... Purple Rain, what you got? Okay. (laughs) I'm giving it a five on Purple Rain. Um, everything flows together. That's one thing with Prince. If you listen to any of his albums, you're not sitting there going next or like, you know, I don't feel like listening to this one right now because it's slow. He will throw slow songs in the middle, but they flow together. And the one thing with Purple, it is a shorter track list than it is Sign of the Times. So it's probably easier to do just throwing them in a certain order. But, um, Purple Rain definitely flows good together. And I just realized this. He ends them both on some slow. Mm-hmm. 
nice outro. <laughs> but um, I was waiting for this because I think I like the category the most. The intro. Now, Prince does not have intro, interludes, whatever. He doesn't have those. But the first song that leads into it on Purple Rain is Dearly Beloved. Mm -hmm. Like, that's how you start your album, though? Right. Gathered here today to get to this thing called life. Called life. Mm. Take it away and end it on Purple Rain. Yes, yes. Like, the one that makes everybody cry and get... Yeah, gotcha, bitch. No. <laughs> right. <laughs> exactly. It just all exactly. Goes, put them in the right order, and to start mm -hmm. play, and it's Prince production. It's five. Yeah, I gotta agree. Um, <clears throat> the production is definitely a five. Um, it, it Purple Rain takes you on. Um, it takes you on a more emotional roller coaster. Um. You know, like you said, you start off with Let's Go Crazy. You're up in the high and then you're coming down. Um, and, you know, for as as sad as a song that Purple Rain really should be, it is everybody's, you know, mo a lot of people's favorite Prince song. Um, and, um, you know, and we all know that, you know, at least us fans, his reluctancy to, you know, release the song and, um, <clears throat> you know, he was at a point in his career where he was doing everything and he was doing the writing and he didn't really want the input from the band and you know all these other things that surrounded that song so which we saw you know kind of play out in the movie but um yeah yeah i mean um i i, I it's prince i can't give him <clears throat> anything less than a five i mean like come on yeah um so now conversely sign of the times what you got it's getting a five two, and I will tell you why. First of all, just like this, the intro, he he kind of starts the the intro of the album with the song "Sign of the Times," where he's talking about in France, a skinny man died of a big disease with a little name. And what does he say? By chance, he came across his sister, and soon she did the same. Something like that. Like he's talking about the state of the world. So before I go on with this album, I'm going to tell you where we are right now. It's kind of how I receive that. And then you go through and once again, slow songs, fast songs, whatever, but they all tie into life and love. And then you end it with the, the best song in the world, Adore, <laughs> on your little slow outro. But this is what I noticed when listening to this one again, and I never realized it. So I listened to it. I actually realized it today. If you go and you listen to these songs, and you don't even have to listen to them all the way through, listen to the first 20 seconds and listen to the last like 10, right? Of each song. Just go through that and do that. It flows together so well because if you pay attention, there is like he carries an instrument sound from the first one to the next one, and it's different every time. It's really? great. It's wow. great. Okay. That's nothing I looked up. That's just something <clears throat> I listened. And I was like, it kind of sounds like that. And I went back and I was like, because the guitar sounds like this and this one, and then it moves to the next one. But then the next one, it could be like a, a kick drum sound that he carried to the next one. Like it literally is taking something from the previous song and then removes that one and puts something mm -hmm. from that. Next. It's crazy. The man is a genius. Like mm. <laughs> he knows how things in together 
Wow. I never wait a minute. Say that again. Say that I, I'm gonna have to do that. You said the first 20 seconds. Yeah, the first 20 seconds to give you like so you can hear all the sounds in the song. And then just mm -hmm. fast forward past like 10, 15 seconds, so it's fading out. So you can still hear them mm -hmm. and how it goes the next one. And he also has it flow. That I think a couple of the songs, it sounds like there's a crowd and then it kind of fizzles out and then it flows into it or there's a the record scratching sound um, or like not this record scratching, but you know, like that static sound, mm -hmm. it flows into the next one. So he's got a little bit of that. But if you listen, there's an instrument or something <clears throat> sound from the previous song that he'll carry to the next one. And then he'll have all these other sounds on top of that, but then he'll pick a different sound and carry that to the next song. Wow. Okay. Yeah. It's okay. Amazing. I'm definitely going to check that out. <laughs> and I think that's, you know, part of the beauty of his music is because, you know, the, all these years later, you can pick up on little small, subtle things. It, it's, <clears throat> and that's the, you know, to be honest, that's when I, when I hear and, and feel stuff like that, Brett, that's when you get a little sad because it's like, man, I would love to ask him, was this intentional? Right. And, then, and then he might be like, yeah, I got you, didn't I? <laughs> right. That's the kind of person he is, though. When you mm -hmm. hear stories about people who have worked with him or had interactions, mm -hmm. way deeper than what you would probably even think he's thinking of. Right. Like, he's 20 steps <clears throat> ahead of you and you're still sitting like on the sidelines somewhere mm -hmm. way ahead of the game. And everything. 1,000%. <clears throat> yeah, I got um, I got signed at the time at four and a half. Um, I think it's beautifully crafted. Um, you know, I just I just remember listening to it, you know, for the first couple of times and just really just loving it, man. I, and, and, you know, I even back then, <clears throat> I didn't go into it looking for Purple Rain Part 2, mm -hmm. which can happen for fans. I, and I understand. I get it. But at the same time, like it was just, it was just so dope, and it, it flowed, and it, it was something that, by the time it came out, I'd moved on to CDs, so this was heavy in the rotation. And like you said, to end with a door, which is one of my favorite, it's one of my favorite ballads. Period. I love that song. Um, it's <laughs> been on, and it's been on every slow jams. Get the draws tape. I mean. <laughs> <laughs> So I mean, what else you want me to say? But yeah, it, it's um, I, I just love it. I love it. And this album, you know, it still, it still resonates. It still feels. <clears throat> it doesn't feel dated. It doesn't feel like 1987. Um, it 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 still feels good, and it still feels like something worth listening to. Because sometimes, you know, we'll we'll have music and be like, man, it was just for that particular time. But I think this album, well, actually both albums, um. You know kind of just sit with you and they they stick to you and you just you get a good feel and a good vibe from it so um yeah I, i'm 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 rolling with that um yeah. man that's that's crazy so we've we've completed the categories <laughs> any final thoughts before i tell you the numbers something tells me purple rain's getting more but sign of the times is my favorite that's why i was trying hard to like be realistic <laughs> and not be biased but i love sign of times i could play that every day i do almost but yeah okay 
All right, so the tail of the tape. Um, first up, Purple Rain. You scored it at 23.5. So, good for you. I scored Purple Rain at 24.5. Um, <laughs> uh, Sign of the Times, you scored it at 22.5. I scored it at 19.5. Well, damn. The winner is... <laughs> Purple Rain. Mm-hmm. Um, Which I think a winner for me is Sign of the Times. Right. And you know what? It, it, it's really, I mean, it's only a point between a point between Purple yeah. Rain and, and for you. I mean, my mine is a little bit, you know, wider gap. But um you're at 23.5 and 22.5. So I mean that's <clears throat> that's really a flip of the coin, if you're being honest. Yeah. It just depends on the day, you know. So Yeah. How am I feeling today? Yeah, exactly. Which one? Which one do I want to bump? Um, what's your What's your favorite song on? Uh, well, I know you said Adore, but besides Adore, what's your favorite song on uh, Sign of the Times? Um, I'm probably gonna go with Damn That Hard. Uh, <clears throat> probably gonna go with Strange Relationship. Okay. Um. Um, for me, I, for me, gee, that's tough. Um, the ballad of Dorothy Parker still just it, it just does something to me. I, I don't know what it is. It just does something to me. Mm-hmm. That's a good one. Um, <clears throat> have you heard the Strange Relationship live version? I mean, no, I, I haven't. I like it. The bass in the live version is different then the album is okay and it just hits different and i think that's why i end up gravitating in that but i don't know i just love them all no take it back take it back (laughs) my version which is not on this album that's what Mm -hmm. i would pick if i was your girlfriend and you know what i thought it was so dope when tlc did the remix of it they did a um, good job. They did a really good job because that's not I, an I, easy song to do. Tough. <laughs> mm-hmm. But TLC did a good job. They did a good job, and, and I, I think because um, you know Prince don't he wouldn't let a lot of people cover his music, so he had to really, really rock with you. And yeah. I don't, I don't know if it was Chili or if it was Left Eye or someone, someone in the group. It was somebody in the group that he rocked with pretty cool for him to you know sign off on that. Um, conversely, uh, favorite song off of Purple Rain? Besides Purple Rain, because I think that's yeah. a given. Right, right, right. Besides Purple uh, Rain. I'm going to go with Take Me With You. Okay, okay. Um, okay. man. I got to go with the beautiful, the beautiful ones. That piano, mm-hmm. mm, 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 mm. man. Listen, the beautiful ones always smash the picture. Yeah, always, every time. They hurt mm. you every time. Yes, indeed. Um, that would probably <laughs> be one next to "Take Me With You." Um, I think "Take Me With You" just feels like a song that you just—that's one you in the car and you just singing and you don't care. Mm-hmm. But the beautiful mm-hmm. one, 
love a good piano because it reminds me of the song that I like that Snow Allegra does and the intro is piano very similar to that. Um, this is something about piano. Okay. Like, you don't need, I mean, Prince can play almost every instrument <clears throat> anyway. But you don't need all the extra stuff. If you've got a good piano, which yes. Prince in a lot of his songs, that's what makes it. So, yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, I, I think um, <clears throat> you 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 hit the nail on the head. I mean, like the the piano kind of does it for me on that song. Um, he released videos for quite a few of these songs on um on Sign of the Times, and of course the videos for um Purple Rain were you know in the movie or whatever. So, um, man, it's 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 just it's and I'm going back and forth. It's like it's flipping a coin, but I I I. <clears throat> I Purple Rain is always going to be close. So, like, it's always going to be near and dear to my heart just because of where I was and and that being my first album and stuff like that. So, um, I knew that my my votes was going to be a little bit more slighted, but um, I'm glad that we did this one because what I want people to do is go check out Sign of the Times. It's, it is a really, really, really dope album. It's really dope. Um and I mean, we know Purple Rain is dope, but I mean, like, Sign of the Times is, it's cold. It's it's a cold-ass album, for real. Yeah. I mean, I mean, this could turn into a whole Prince episode if you wanted to, but <laughs> go and listen to just about any of Prince's albums. And I will say this, as a real fan, I will say this, his later stuff, yeah, you might not mm -hmm. be way through, honestly. Right. But right. Going all the way up to probably, I wouldn't even say Graffiti Bridge. <laughs> um, and what's that one? Uh, Parade, the one he did for Under the Cherry Moon. Mm -hmm. So from his first yes. album, Under the Cherry Moon, and actually I have all those albums on vinyl. <laughs> all the ones worth it. But all those, you can literally listen to them all the way through the production everything is the same everything i would probably be able to rate them just about the same as these two mm -hmm. if you want to be realistic with all of that because so do you think do you think the the, the fall off kind of came after the parade album did graffiti bridge come after parade i think so um let me look and see I think that was like 90 91 I think Parade was like the end of the 80s, something like that. I don't know, because they all kind of run together to me. Yeah. Um, Pushing them out. <laughs> yo, he, man, he was he was on one for real. Um, let me see. Pull up his discography here. But um, <clears throat> I think he, uh, there was a point in time where, you know, you could kind of tell that it was and i'm like i'm like you it, like the end the end was like and it wasn't that it was bad music it just it wasn't what you thought it was okay so he was changing which you are totally allowed to music it's purple, just it was purple rain around the world in a day parade sign of the times love sexy batman oh, graffiti bridge diamonds and pearls love symbol so I, I i think it probably started fading after diamonds and pearls yeah 
I agree with that. Um, I think graffiti. Well, see, and Graffiti Bridge has so many other people on it because it was a soundtrack to the movie Graffiti Bridge. Yes. But he included mm-hmm. a lot of songs with other people at the time, Tevin Campbell. Um, but yeah, I agree. Diamonds and Pearls is right around the time where it started to change. Um, I think Diamonds and Pearls was the last one that I. Yeah, I'm looking at. I think it's the last one that I bought because I don't. I didn't buy. Let me see the love symbol. Did I buy that? I don't think I bought the love symbol. I know I didn't buy. No, I didn't buy that. I'm looking at the album cover. I didn't buy it. So that is an album that I everybody should listen to, and that one I love because it's one track. Like, of course not. Yes. Buy it. Yes. Gotta flip it. Right. But right. No, were to buy this is one long one long list. track because they all just flow right in together, which is what he does. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> love that album yeah i'm looking at some of these last ones there are a couple of names <clears throat> like hitting the last two i guess officially that they have listed on wikipedia hit and run phase one hit and run phase two i don't i i'm well, pretty sure i did hit run one it was the um art, artificial age yes i actually love that one that one really? I, all the way through i i tell a lot of people who do listen to prince that one of his later albums that's actually really good is that one. Mm-hmm. That one I can listen to all the way through. It's pretty good. But- and you know, with him, with Prince not being here anymore, you know, <clears throat> we're gonna start getting, and we already have been getting, um, you know, some of his unreleased music. I'm always kind of in the middle with all that stuff because I'm like, if he didn't release it, does you know is that music that we definitely you know really want to hear because maybe he meant for us not to hear maybe he didn't feel like it was up to par so i'm kind of what where do you stand on that um i i agree where i'm like unsure because maybe it wasn't up to par or anything i was skeptical about when they started playing the stuff on apple music i was excited because i could hear but at the same time i'm like this isn't what he wanted like I had the CDs. I had Apple. I I gave them my money. But uh, Mm -hmm. I felt weird. I didn't listen to it on Apple Music actually probably for a couple months after it came out on Apple Music because I felt um, I do have the vinyls, like Piano and I. um, But see, that's the thing. I bought them. So yeah, they're streaming, but I did give my money. Um, I I do feel weird because art and i don't know if he wanted us like you said to hear right <clears throat> tons of uh, not albums but songs that were unreleased mm-hmm. what's crazy okay spoiler alert and if you don't want me to say it i won't but it's about paisley park He <laughs> 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 changed some stuff but spoiler alert um the last time i had gone there's a studio you get to see the studios and stuff but there's mm-hmm. a studio they left his sheet music up hmm. because there's some things they left around because it's part of it, right? This was his home. Yes. It's a museum type thing, but this is his home. So there's mm-hmm. last things he was doing or where he placed stuff where they just left it. Mm. I cried because that shit hit me hard. Like that's crazy. Wow. Right? <laughs> but going to a studio, you didn't get to see that what was on the sheet music because of it was on the stand. Mm-hmm. But he he was working on a jazz album wow right um wow. but they left 
there. They left the headphones hanging like they were whatever. But it's like, yes, I would have loved to hear that finished version, but I really hope they don't release whatever he did. Because that's not what he would have wanted anyway. Mm-hmm. But like, to know that that's how Prince was, I do feel weird still listening to stuff that's, you know, that he didn't release. Mm-hmm. So how do you feel about it? I'm kind of the same way. I, I um, <clears throat> for a while, I avoided it, to be honest. Um, and I remember, you know, even not long after he passed, I remember, you know, having a discussion on Twitter and people were like, oh, man, we're going to get to hear what's in the vault. And I'm like, I don't necessarily know if I want to hear what's in the vault, you know, because what's in the vault is in the vault for a reason. You know, and I, and I don't know. I mean, Prince was he was so far ahead of his time and so far ahead of all of us. You know, maybe he maybe he saw something like this. Maybe he saw himself transitioning before, you know, <clears throat> the age of 70 or whatever like that. And, you know, that wasn't his intent. And I mean, he's got tons and tons and tons of music. So, yeah, he, his music and, and trust and believe <laughs> Prince's B-sides and his throwaways a lot of is, is better than 90 percent of the music out there right now. So we're not getting the bottom of the barrel stuff. Trust me. Mm-hmm. but you know i'm I'm a little i'm like you i'm, I'm kind of in the middle as far as like i don't know if he necessarily wanted us to hear it so if, if i don't think if he, if he wanted us to hear it he would have put it out at some point right now, if it was if it was an album that he had finished and it was ready ready to go and it just didn't get out because you know he left us then that's different <clears throat> but you know getting song from here and a song from here and cut and paste and stuff uh, i'm cool on that and the thing is We'll say everybody, but like today's artists, today's artists die and their stuff gets released. They probably want that, but with Prince, it's more art to him. Like that's his right baby. You know, it's it's different than a lot of other people. They probably wouldn't mind their stuff being released, but I mean, if Prince wasn't letting people play their, you know, use his stuff, and he probably did not want his stuff released like the thing i sent you that interview with alicia keys where he told her you know i love the record but right. you something because i'm not letting these white people mm-hmm. send their kids off to college off my stuff like i'm not gonna pay or right you know no you're not gonna make money off of my stuff mm-hmm. so no exactly I, I really don't think he wanted stuff yeah so it, it it's gonna be interesting to see the what you know what that music and what that energy feels like whenever it comes to us because you know we, we know it's gonna come because his estate is you know they're gonna make money off of it and, I, and i get it i mean I, i'm not mad at it at the same time but um you know just as a fan we want to keep stuff as pure and as close to prince as what we remember so <clears throat> um you know and, and it's funny because like He's one of the few artists that can do that. You know, he's gone and here we are still tipping around like, I don't know if he really wanted us to do it, but should we do it? You know, like, like, like he's, he's looking down. I was like, don't you touch that. Trouble. <laughs> exactly. So, um, but yeah, this was dope, man. I mean, Purple Rain versus Sign of the Times. It kind of went the way I thought it was going to go, but nonetheless, again, two incredible albums. I I implore any of any and all of you if you haven't heard these albums, please, ma'am, please, sir, go listen to them uh, at the end of this uh, podcast. Um, before we get out of here, Britt, tell folks where they can find you on social media. On X. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, yeah X. On X. 
gosh, I hate that. But yes, Twitter, if you haven't updated yet, it's still the right. bird. <laughs> it's still the bird. <laughs> X is just pretty, pretty 18. I know I'm kind of on other social medias, but I am still ready to get myself off. So I'm not even going to give that. Just mm -hmm. Twitter slash X, pretty, pretty 18. <clears throat> it is. Um, you can catch me on social media at 12Kyle, the number one, two, K-Y-L-E. Um, the podcast as well, 12Kyle Podcast. Um, the podcast drops every Thursday at midnight. <clears throat> From time to time, we drop bonus episodes on Sundays at midnight. Uh, be sure to download, subscribe, and share it. Share it with your friends, your family, your mom and them, everybody. Uh, if you want to you know, contribute financially, hit us up on Cash App, dollar sign, T-W-E-L-V-E-K-Y-L-E. That's going to do it for us. So for my girl, Britt, I'm your boy, 12 Kyle. This has been a review of the versus Purple Rain versus Sign of the Times. Uh, we'll catch you guys next time. 5,000.